Good morning everyone, it's another great day, it's a brand new day, another day to be blessed with the word of God, another day to be um, strengthened, another day to be exhorted, another day to be, to be, to be stirred towards um, his eternal purposes for our lives as his children. And I want us to actually give attention to these things that the Lord brings to us each day through this uh, platform. The Word of God is our life. The Word of God is our rank. The Word of God is our navigator. We don't have um, we don't have any headway outside. The word of God are firmly seated in our hearts and given expressions to deliberately by us in our walk with God. Praise God forevermore. And this morning, I want us to actually look at something that is quite instructive and um, strengthening. Praise God. Matthew chapter 27. Matthew chapter 27, and I'll take it from 39. And those who passed by blasphemed him, wagging their heads and saying, You who destroyed the temple and build it in three days, save yourself. If you are the Son of God, come down from the cross. <laughs> Glory to Jesus. Likewise, the chief priests also, mocking with the scribes and elders, said, He saved others. Himself he cannot save. If he is the king of Israel, let him come down from the cross and we will believe him. And we will believe him. This is really worth noting. Is it the chief priests and the crowd all said the same thing? Let him come down from the cross if he is the son of God. Let him come down from the cross if he, if he is the king and we will believe him. And honestly, this is the same ploy Satan is using through religion. Presenting Christ like the cross never made any difference. First and foremost, the question we should be asking us this why did Jesus remain on the cross till the end look at what Hebrews chapter 12 verse 2 says looking unto Jesus the author and finisher of our faith who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross despising the shame and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God who for the joy that was set for him endured the cross who for the joy that was set that was set who oh, glory to Jesus who for the joy that was set before him the joy that was set before him Jesus did not endure the cross because of the throne. Remember, he laid aside his glory, became man for man. 
He became man because of man and for man. All that he did in redemption was for man, not for himself. Praise God forevermore. And the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us and we beheld his glory. Full of grace and truth. The word. Verse 1. In the beginning was the word. In John chapter 1 verse 1. The beginning was the word. The word was God and the word was God. So the word is God. And so you can put God in place of the word. And you can say God became flesh and dwelt amongst us. So you see that God laid aside his glory. He came down from his throne. Hallelujah. And he became flesh. That flesh was the man Jesus who walked the earth 30, 33 and a half years doing the will of God. The reason he came down, the reason God became flesh was so he could die for the redemption of man. The joy that was set before Jesus, that joy is you and I. The reason he hung there was because of us. We were the reason he bled to death. We were the reason he went to the grave. Oh, glory to Jesus. He hung there so we could be his and he could be ours forever. Listen to this. Christianity devoid of the redemptive work of Christ is a total garbage. You see, the devil has been trying to push a theology that makes the cross irrelevant, of which he is failing woefully. Even in the church, you find people trying to debate redemption, its eternity. Listen to what this man said. If you are king, if he is king, let him come down from the cross. In other words, for him to prove that he is king, let redemption not happen. And we believe him. We might think that that was just um, a careless statement, but it was a careless statement that had so much, so much implication because what they were implying was that they would believe him if redemption does not happen so Jesus needed to prove himself to them by not dying for our sins little did they know that they were the reasons that they were the reason he was hanging up there
isn't futile. What Jesus did in redemption isn't useless. And this is why we can't treat the gospel so commonly. We can't treat the gospel as something so common. The gospel is sacred. The gospel is sacred. That Jesus died for your sins. He went to hell as the judgment for your sins. Not his. He that knew no sin became sin. That we might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Nothing on him. All on us. But he took it all. So we can have all that he is. He laid aside his glory so that he can become us, die for us, suffer the punishment that was supposed to be upon us so we can become like him. Son of God, come down from the cross. If you are king, if he's king, let him come down and we'll believe him. In other words, let redemption not happen and we'll believe you. That is Satan actually influencing men. And today, he is still on the same job, influencing men to to, to present the truth like it never happened. To adulterate the truth. To model it up. But one thing is certain. The truth of God's word will prevail. It has been prevailing. It is still prevailing. And it will always prevail. The word of God will grow mightily. And it will prevail. What Jesus has done on the cross, in the grave, and in the resurrection is not in vain. And we must learn not to actually treat it like something that was in vain. Jesus held on to the pains, to the shame, to the disgrace because of the joy that was set before him. That joy is you and I. Why they mocked him, why they insulted him, why they cursed him, he hung there 
because of them. They were the joy that was set before him. That was why he hung there. They didn't know it. You and I did not know it. But then on hearing the gospel, on hearing the gospel, we realized what a beautiful savior he, he was, what a beautiful savior he is, and what a beautiful savior he would remain. And we must treat this gospel with so much sacredness that all who hear the way we lord it will know that of a truth. What happened in redemption men means so much to us. Praise God forevermore. Jesus did not die in vain. And proof of his redemptive work. Hallelujah. You that have believed this gospel, you are the proof of his redemptive work. Glory to God. He did not hang up there in vain. We are the results of his, of his redemptive work. And we must live our lives as living proof of his righteousness. Praise God forevermore. We must not like those men in their unbelief speak with contempt concerning the cross of Jesus. There are things that you cannot say. Praise God forevermore. And I know this blesses you this morning and I'm praying for you that the light of truth will inundate you from the from 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 every perspective it will it will it, it will shine in every aspect of your life and your consciousness will be so much overwhelmed by the truth himself that in beholding the cross the love of the father is etched deeper and deeper in your heart and you have no other option that to go all out from Jesus, loving his praise through the gospel. In Jesus' name, amen. God has blessed you. It is still me, Pastor Chukes, Pastor Lightway, Equipping Network, Obere, Imo State, Nigeria. Keep sharing, keep following, keep listening, and you have a wonderful day. God bless you.